0: what's up you guys sean ross app fightful.com here with a name you know and you know her because she is the newest winner of the dusty roads tag team classic we got dakota kai how you doing
2: hello thank you for having me I, it's been it's been a second yeah, have been wanting to talk for a while, but I'm, I'm glad it's finally happening.
0: Yeah, better late than never, and, and hopefully not the last time for sure, but, I mean, my gosh, you got so much going on, as I mentioned. <laughs> the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Would you say that that win at NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day was the biggest of your career?
2: 100%. And I think after Sunday, it's been a few days since it happened, but it's like, it's taken a while for me to actually absorb that it happened. Uh I keep hearing people say "congratulations" and all this stuff um, about being the first ever women's winners for the Dusty Cup. So uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's been crazy ever since, like a whirlwind. But
0: and then of course we saw Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler pop up on on NXT, and that was that was something that a lot of people, even before it was announced, they were like, "Oh well, the winners should face." the women's champion uh women's champions I'm sure you heard that was that something that you were hoping out hoping for along the way as well
2: yeah um I think we were all hoping that it would lead to that just to uh uh the tag champions uh, have only defended on NXT I think a couple times once with uh Tegan and myself against Kaidi and Asuka and then another time I think it was Shotzi and Tegan against Sasha and Bailey. so this will be the third time um we do have elimination chamber this sunday so that could change some things keep things the same in terms of who we might be facing but uh i'm i'm super happy that it did lead to this opportunity and i
0: so, uh, yeah. i mean it it is a big opportunity those women's tag team titles are like a golden ticket like you win those and you can go anywhere you could go yeah uh, assuming the world was in a more normal place nxt uk <laughs> if you would want to Raw I, if you'd want I, to smackdown if you'd want yes
2: to. i was saying this too like let's not forget about nxt uk those those titles should be defended everywhere but you know obviously with 2020 being the way it was it's difficult but yeah, I agree. A hundred percent agree.
0: And is that something you look at as like one of the perks, one of the benefits, because you, you have appeared on SmackDown before in the build up to Survivor series a couple of years ago. So, I mean, it's not yeah. uncharted territory for you, but I yeah. mean, it, it is that golden ticket that we mentioned.
2: For sure. And uh, I think NXT is still seen as the third brand. And I think we can do a lot more to elevate it to that level of where SmackDown and Raw are. And I've, really do think that crossovers like this need to happen more often than not and just to give a lot more uh, fresh options for matches and things like people that haven't faced each other before like that's that stuff's exciting in terms of match dynamic and storylines and all the rest of it so yeah i i feel like that would def- only benefit us in nxt
0: Also, do you want to pop over on SmackDown so you can get some heat with Roman Reigns for stealing your nickname?
2: (laughs) The big dog. (laughs) The big dog. Yeah, people thought that I, like, with the new Legacy guys, they thought that we took it off him. But, like, it's been a thing for a few years. But we spell it differently. It's (laughs) D-A-W-G. Big dog.
0: (laughs) I mean, I'm sure you still get tweets and messages about that type of thing all the time, right?
2: yeah 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 it's good and i I really do like being reminded of that stuff because the new legacy guys are so cool and they do a lot of good
0: i'm gonna pause this real quick to let mark back in the waiting room i think oh he he, got i think he got disconnected oh no (laughs) (laughs) so uh let me frame the shot again (laughs) sorry about that guys not sure what happened there oh no problem no (laughs) problem i'll just i'll frame the shot again that way we're good to go. <laughs> Come up here.
2: Let's go.
0: Oh, we have a question about that one too, by the way. Which one? About about your dog.
2: She's right here. <laughs> She's right here. You need to hop up on my lap. Okay, okay. we'll we'll
0: we'll start again. Okay. So people might've noticed a little bit of a jump cut there. We had a little bit of an edit, but you, you were talking to, to your puppy off the air. I got yeah. a question from someone, uh, a Jessamine D from Kentucky <laughs> who asked if your real job was serving as puppers PR now.
2: Yes. Look um, at that beauty. Yeah. Look at her face. She's being so good right oh now. My- Cause you know, I've got a treat, but, um, I feel the the best part right now is seeing what TikTok trends are happening and making her do them.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I'll I you mean, know. your bus <laughs> challenge went viral. Where's, where's oh, yours?
2: Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> actually. Yeah. I feel like that trend kind of died a little bit. I like to hop on them before they're completely dead, but I think that would be cute. It, I don't I think know. It I,
0: with you and Malcolm Bivens. I think you <laughs> have to do the hammer down on it after that. <laughs>
2: Yeah. When he messaged me about the idea the day before, um, I, I, I don't have enough confidence to do anything like that myself. But when he told me the idea about it, I'm like, yeah, I could do that because it would be a double swerve. Like people wouldn't think that Dakota Kai would do it and then it's a double swerve because you're watching scooby-doo wrestlemania with malcolm so <laughs> yeah
0: i noticed a lot of like copycat tiktoks after that like a lot of people were doing this like very similar. Uh, they, not that but like maybe people wagging a finger or something like that saying yeah oh you're not gonna get this but i mean did did it surprise you how much that did explode i mean <laughs> it was it was all over the place I, my wife I showed it to me <laughs>
2: For the first time she showed it to you? No, you I just she... think
0: she's a TikTok oh, viewer. Yeah. And yeah. like I, I was yeah. like it had it had translated and gone like beyond wrestling, obviously.
2: Yeah. I I was told that it was doing the rounds quite a bit because someone said that it was uploaded to TikTok. I was like, damn, someone's really leeching <laughs> off my <Yeah. laughs> mine and uh, Stokes sort of creativity, but he's so his brain is ridiculous in terms of creativity and stuff. Like the things he thinks of, even something like as small as something potentially going viral or, or you know a TikTok challenge. Um, he's so hilarious, and yeah, that, that, I give 100% props to him. That was his idea. I was only the I was only in part of it. <laughs>
0: we mentioned your your Dusty Rhodes tag classic win you were paired with, with Raquel about a year ago, but you guys had faced each other, like, I think like a dozen times before that across live events. Did that familiarity with her on the other side of the ring make you feel more comfortable? How, how were you approached with this? Or did you approach WWE with this partnership?
2: They actually came to us with this idea, uh, on the creative side, Hunter was the guy, uh, and their team. They really were the ones that paired us together. Um, It's crazy thinking about it now because uh, Raquel was my first match at the performance center after I got signed and I was one of her first matches too. Um, So it's, everything's really come full circle, but I think the main thing that a lot of us girls in the locker room were super, super stoked about was, uh, she was at the performance center before I was, so she was there a while, and she'd never really had that breakout moment or really given any opportunity to be on the big stage of being on NXT TV. Um, so when it was finally, uh, the idea was finally brought to us, I, everyone, not just myself, we were so stoked for her because she's one of the hardest workers and super lovely too. And I knew we'd get along, you know, like you don't yeah. want to be paired with someone and be like, oh no. <laughs> But she's so nice, and she's the hardest worker. She's super strong. She's a freaking powerhouse. So it only helped uh, my sort of – I I just turned heel like a few months before. So it really helped my creativity in terms of opening up more potential opportunities to play that role.
0: As far as the heel turn, which was – it seemed like perfectly executed did you have any reservations about that or were you like oh i'm ready it's time
2: okay well i so i'm i'm in my 14th year of pro wrestling right now which is really weird to say uh and for 99 percent of those years i was playing babyface because it was the most natural role for me to play um it was easy i didn't Yeah, there were no real challenges there, just myself. You're a nice Um, person. (laughs) Stop! (laughs) Um, And when this idea was originally brought to me, I did have some reservations just because it was a newer role. I I did play a little bit of the heel role back in Australia in MCW because it's easy for the Kiwi to be the bad guy in (laughs) Australia because we have that rivalry there, but never anything to this extent. And so I... I have to admit, I did have some fears just because this wasn't going to be easy for me to do and there were going to be big challenges there. But um, once the turn happened at WarGames, uh, everything sort of started rolling and I started gathering more confidence with everything that I did. And then the pairing with Raquel helped me so much more because I did feel like I hit a ceiling in terms of uh, what I was doing as a heel, even though it's only for a few months. But once she was paired with me, it was like, oh, we're taking this ball and we're running with it. You know what I mean? And I feel like we're still doing that uh, to this day. So, yeah.
0: Was there anybody at the PC that, that maybe helped you along with that, that maybe helped you find your your inner jerk, so to speak, to <laughs> play that, that heel role?
2: I think it was like definitely a team effort uh, because they knew that I was not comfortable in the heel role because it was just new to me uh but i think everyone really helped out you know hannah sean road dog sarah they all contributed in uh me taking on this new role whether it be things from my facial expressions to how i am in the ring to uh my voice and my promos things like that so it was definitely a team effort and i needed that team so bad because i was like a freaking deer.
1: say goodbye
0: in the
2: headlights, I tell you.
0: <laughs> so you, you were scheduled for the War Games match, but obviously we didn't get to see see you actually perform in one, but yeah. you have been in the last two Royal Rumbles, and I mean, it's wild to think, I mean, categorically different Royal Rumbles because of oh, the yeah. state that the world is in. How did they differ this year? Because. I mean, I, obviously, I'm trying to poke around and find out everything I can about the Royal Rumble. It's my favorite event of the year.
2: Same, <laughs> but, but
0: like, I would, I would hear people say that they were like, "Well, this year, some of the surprise entrants, we would see them walking around in the hallway the, the night before, and it's like, yeah, Whoa. It, like, <laughs> how was that different for you coming from NXT both years from a stadium show to one without fans?
2: It still meant a lot to me for, uh, to be included in this year's one. Obviously, uh, any of the girls included from NXT, and given they couldn't include as many just because of the circumstances with COVID and things like that, it, they had to keep it pretty uh, low-key in terms of invite, you know, the number of girls they could use. But it still meant a lot to me just because the Royal Rumble is my favorite pay-per-view too, and, and growing up watching it, it was – I think it's just this weird thing when you're watching it, you're constantly getting excited or like every few minutes a new entrant comes out. It's like this, this amazing match is filled with surprise and shock, shock returns. Um, but last year's one was crazy. And the entrance itself in that stadium, that was, that was all I needed. I didn't care about the rest of whatever I was doing because like I could have been in there for one second. It wouldn't have mattered because the vibe of, the live crowd, especially a big pay-per-view like that, took my breath away. And um, we, us NXT girls, also got to watch the uh, the men's match too later on that night. And none of us knew Edge <laughs> was coming back. So we're just sitting up top um, and it happens. Oh my God, like that moment was insane. And we were all like little kids again. It was cool.
0: It was so funny because when I would talk to wrestlers this year, they'd be like, well yeah, of course we saw Christian running around backstage, but he's like he's there I... he's there for stuff all the time. Like not all the Is time, he? but but he's just he's there to do like digital stuff and to do shows. Oh, right. And then he's he's in the match and people are like well, you're in the match.
2: <laughs> see, I didn't even see him. So it was still a, a surprise to me. So I think that's a benefit of being an NXT. <laughs> and
0: and to your point about constantly getting excited. I battled ADHD for most of my life and <laughs> and it's hard to hyper-focus on something, but when you have a new person coming out every minute and a half, it's like, oh, you have something else to divert your attention to or to be excited about or to... Yeah. I think it's it's really perfect for a wrestling audience, and that's why it stood the test of time.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: As far as finding out you were in it, how did that differ this year? Because I would I heard varying things about that, too.
2: Yeah, so, so last year, uh, I... Pretty sure it was the day after um, Worlds Collide, so it was uh, after mine and oh no, we didn't have the street fight there. Sorry, it was we had just a little promo, me and Tegan in that show, um, and we all got told like after that, so <laughs> it was very last minute. We were all rushed in the bus like to go get ready for it, and and that was cool. That was super super cool. Uh, this year we found out a few weeks prior, which was also cool. Um, it was myself. Ember, Shotzi, and Rhea, and then uh, Tony as well, we were all pulled into like Coach Bloom's office and told, they, they really like sharing that information with us because it's oh, such a cool, exciting time and, and us girls were super, super happy and it was it's a nice little moment, you know, like there were no cameras in there, there were no, nothing over the top, but it was just nice for him to deliver that news to us and it felt special just because of the limitations and restrictions in which M- NXT is being used. Speaking uh, of, like with Raw SmackDown.
0: Speaking of sharing information, does somebody tell you, or do you tell someone else? I think I can fit in that locker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how does that? Work? Okay,
2: so <laughs> this is a weird story. So <laughs> they were talking about how they were going to do this bit, and like um, Rhea, for some reason, knew that I could fit in this locker. <laughs> Because she fit in that locker and I'm like, what are you doing
1: putting yourself in? The what? Locker?
2: I don't know. She's just fooling around, maybe? She like maybe just was trying to hide from someone and play a prank. I don't know. I don't know how she knew, but she knew that I could fit in it. I'm like, I mean, okay. And I did. I did fit. So
0: she is the tallest five foot seven woman on earth. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like it is I, that's unbelievable. She so <laughs> I'm willing to bet she didn't show
2: She's a you. contortionist. She's a contortionist, I like guess. <laughs> she can like really like I don't know. I don't know how that worked, but
0: that that seems yeah. like one of those things, like I don't know, like I, I question if she was being truthful <laughs> and she was like, Oh, I can fit in it, so you can I know.
2: Fit. I was like looking at her like this lockers aren't big, but I mean I'm smaller, so I guess I could we could try and, and yeah, she shoved me in there and I fit, so Oh amazing. <laughs> guess, yeah. So um, weird.
0: Another thing I'm always just fascinated with the physics of is your chiropractor move. <laughs> how do you even dream up something like that? Because the first time I saw it, first time I saw it, I was like, Oh, she's going to do like a meteora or something. Yeah, standing. yeah. And then you flip over your opponent's back.
2: Back breaker.
0: How, how do you even dream that up?
2: Well, uh, Amber is the one that actually, uh, suggested she like gave me that. I think she may have done it before on the indies. I know that a few people have done it before on the independent scene. So I had never seen it until she actually explained to me uh, the physics of how it worked. Cause I'm like, wait, so we're like, you know, we are at training and she's explaining it to me. Um, I was like, I, I didn't really understand how it worked, uh, let alone for the other person to like work with me on that. But, um, yeah, she, we did it and practiced it. And, and then now it's, yeah, <laughs> now it's the thing. So was it one moveset. of those
0: things where like you try it the first time and you're like, Oh, I can do this
2: not the first time there was like (laughs) a little bit of like, "Mm, let me try that again. I feel like with a lot of moves, I can, I I need to like practice it a few times and then, then I'll feel comfortable with it because you know, TV wrestling is very live. TV wrestling is very, (laughs) if you mess up, like that's there, there it is. And I wanted to make sure like with anything that I do that it's, um, I'm comfortable with it. And my opponent's comfortable with it because, uh, yeah. Like so TV,
0: man. as we, as we wind down here, uh, when you were accepting the dusty roads tag classic award, obviously Nia and Shana came out, you had that interaction in the corner. There's Beth Phoenix <laughs> and MSK basically creating a whole wave of gifs for Twitter to use.
2: I mean, Yeah. <laughs> what,
0: were you catching any of that out of the corner of your eye? Were you seeing any of that while this was going on? And was it, was it hard to stay in on something like that when you've got those people? Even
2: Beth Phoenix,
0: one of the most intimidating performers <laughs> ever.
2: She should just join MSK at this point. It love was it, it was it. awesome. I didn't I didn't really catch what they were doing because uh, the interaction that Raquel and I had with Naya and Shayna was so intense, and we were kind of going back and forth there. Um, but it wasn't until afterwards, but uh, b- beforehand I I knew what they were kind of trying to do. So I, I told them too. I was like, you guys are going to make some gift moments right now. You better, better make the most of that. And sure enough, they did. Um, but yeah, they're cool dudes too. I'm super happy for them, but yeah.
0: A couple of breakout performances on, on that NXT takeover show for the Dusty Rhodes tag classic. Um, mm-hmm. and I thought it was fantastic to see them as well. That's not the only thing you've been up to though you've been a part of up up, down, down as a part of the restart and
1: i restart
0: how How has that been for you? I mean it, you, we've seen you gaming in the past, obviously, but up, yeah. up, down, down is a juggernaut in the gaming community.
2: It really is, and i and I maybe being within that sort of bubble, I forget how big up, up, down, down is on yeah. that level until i I see how many. Uh, followers that got on youtube and it's like oh this is cool but um it was all uh creed that gave us the opportunity to put ourselves on up up down down uh which i am super super grateful for i always will be he's like the best guy he always looks out for everyone he's like got a heart of gold honestly um but it really has given us another platform to sh- present ourselves you know because obviously there's nxt tv which is uh its own of monster over here but That's like so fun to me. I love gaming and I get to be myself on this sort of channel and um, we get to have the puppies on there too. (laughs) And it's, it's super fun, but he's, he's, he's the one that gave us the opportunity to sort of put our brand on this channel. And yeah,
0: a lot of the wrestlers that I talk to that are into gaming, they find it so natural to do this because they're on camera anyway, they're connecting Mm -hmm. with an extension of their personality anyway. Was that the same with you?
2: Yeah, uh, 100%. I didn't really ever have to try because I was just being myself. And when I was streaming as well, uh, the interaction with the chat was just, I think that was priority for me. You know, gaming is always going to be fun, whether I'm streaming live or I'm not. I'm just doing it at home. But because of 2020 being the way it was, um, it really gave me the opportunity to talk to, you know, fans and then for them to create their own community called the Mad Dogs community. Uh, and I get messages and they send me letters and gifts gifts to this day about saying things like how much the, the community really helped them through a really rough time. And that means more to me than anything else I could have hoped to achieve with that. And yeah. I don't know. It it's really cool. It's a really cool feeling.
0: Guys, check her out. Part of the breeze on on Up Up Down Down. You can also up. check her out Wednesdays NXT on the USA network at eight PM Eastern. Dakota Kai. I want to thank you so much for joining me. Long time coming. Hopefully not the last time.
2: Hopefully not the last time. Thank you so much, Sean, for having me.
0: Guys You're until... always so cool. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> until next time, we're out.